Welcome to another episode of Jane Transit. This is episode eight of COVID Confessions One Year Later. So excited to bring you Naomi Thompson. Um, Her energy, her laugh is infectious and um, her story is amazing as she tells us about becoming a mom for the first time um, in these challenging COVID times. So I hope you enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. Hi, Naomi. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to hear your voice and to have you on my podcast. Thank you. Literally miss you so much. But yeah, anyways, (laughs) (laughs) this is going to be fun. So we today are going to talk to Naomi, a dear friend of mine, who is a bomb ass single mom who recently had I want her to tell her story, so I'm not going to tell the story, but what you will hear from Naomi today is how she has been able to pivot through transitions and how she's come out on top after COVID uh, or in the midst of COVID because, duh, we're not even done with it, are we? No, never. (laughs) (laughs) Never at this point. (laughs) So why don't we start your story about 2019? I think that's when you were, what, a senior about to graduate? 2019, I was graduating with my first master's. Girl, see, this is why I told you we're going to hear from Naomi today. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) So tell us about that, because I know those plans were pre-written and you were gung-ho. What were you planning getting out, you know, as you're getting out of uh, your first master's? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Okay, so... You know, Naomi, Naomi, not the mom quite yet. You know, I love to like just have a good time. So I'm in Philly. Um, I I finally get a, a group of friends because I moved there from Columbus because um, mm-hmm. I went to Ohio State for undergrad. Okay. O-H. O-H-I-O, Uh-oh. period. <laughs> exact. Go Bucks. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> um. But it, it felt like, you know, my life was, like, taking off. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, was going to the clubs. I hung out yes. with some Eagles players. What? Ooh, I um, met my celebrity crush, Dave East, and I played with him. Look at and, you. Yeah, no, that was, like, I could... Yeah, that that story I will tell later because I will talk about it for like an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Um, and then I was asked to be in a, a music video, which was really cool. I did that. So during the time, though, that I partied with Dave East and I was in this music video, I had no idea that I was pregnant. No oh. idea. Were you dating someone in your college, like that last year of your master's? (laughs) No, (laughs) I wasn't, wasn't, I'm not, well, I wasn't the quote unquote dating type, but that's just me with my trauma and all that bullshit. So, oh, sorry. (laughs) But yeah, all that stuff. (laughs) All that bullshit. I get it. Okay. Period. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we're figuring that out anyways. So I, when I found out I was pregnant, it was like, (laughs) it was very scary. I couldn't believe what I saw. 
on okay. the stick that there was two lines instead of one. Because, you know, everybody be taking pregnancy tests. Like, everybody gets freaked out. I've taken, like, ten. And okay. one was, well, yeah, one was positive, And um, I was scared. And in the moment, like, my life was over. Um, I had already enrolled in my second master's program. So that was going to start in August. And um, 2019. Yep. August of 2019. And I was a teaching assistant. Um, I helped teach a mapping class. I was a part of the um, like I I helped with curriculum for our American racism class at Penn. I didn't mention that I got my um, both of my master's at Penn in Philly. But yeah, and I was a GA, so I had, like, hella freshmen to take care of, and I had all these things going on. Um, right. I was a research assistant, all of these things. Right. And, and I had just started to get your life. Exactly, exactly. But I will say, all I've ever wanted to do is meet Davies. <laughs> so I was like, literally that night, I was like, because my girl Sierra was there. I was like, girl, I can really die tomorrow. I don't even care. Like, this is like it. This is all I wanted. Uh, this is it for me. So I peaked. No, I'm just kidding. I did not peak. But <laughs> this is so funny. It's yes. like, yeah, in my second master's, but all I wanted was Davies. Yeah. I swear. I swear. Oh my gosh. And he was so big and beautiful in person. Anyways, oh my God. Can I not say I told you an hour of talking about Davies? But... Okay. But <laughs> so we find out we're pregnant. We have to strike something you never anticipated. So Ever. What, what mode did you go into at this point? Because um, <clears throat> you're still in Philly and I'm assuming that you were just going to work and party. Yeah. Um, at this point, I go into abortion mode. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. No, but not. Okay. Yeah, I was instantly my first thought. I'm like, this isn't me. I would be a horrible, horrible mom. Like, I'm, I'm selfish. I, you know, I care about my friends. I love my friends. But when it comes to like having to change around somebody's schedule, I'm such a, a headstrong, um, not, I don't want to say not accommodating I will do it in certain circumstances but I don't like being controlled Mm -hmm. and um I'm my daughter's bitch now so (laughs) very much controlled (laughs) so um yeah so I was just like no like I I can't I don't I don't actually I do know what changed I went to the abortion clinic because in Pennsylvania like even though Philly's there it's still like a pretty hick state like pretty red pretty racist and like not progressive so they make you um listen to a phone call before about all the bad things that would happen and then you have to go into an appointment and see the baby oh and then you schedule an appointment for an abortion um so i saw the baby (laughs) i saw well the sack of cells that was in my uterus right it was yeah and um she looks like a chicken nugget. Ah, I know it's so <laughs> stupid. That's so stupid. But I saw the sack of cells and it looked like a chicken nugget. And I was like, wait a minute now. I am all of the things that I just listed off. Like in the moment, I am, you know, Naomi Thompson, can't tell me what to do, no authority, all of that. 
But all of those things, all of the traits that I'm talking about could make me a good mom. Right. It's like, and that's, that's when it hit me. And a lot of people, you know, they really, really, really didn't want me to have the baby. You know, I was told, I was told that my life, you know, is over. I should drop out of my second master's. And like I said, don't (laughs) fuck authority. And I didn't ask for anyone's opinions and it just fueled me. Oh my gosh. I kept every position. I kept every position I had. I went to class. I got all A's and I threw up every morning. I did all of that. Girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just to be like, fuck the haters. is it a little bit of a problem it was and I'm getting through that now like how how I was so determined to prove you know myself right right but but it led me to like this incredible life I have now so totally grateful yes when did baby try come March of (laughs) March of 2020 um (laughs) The week after um, everything shut down, the the school closed, all of it, and I was just in my studio by myself Mm. in Philly, and um, her dad did come, and I didn't have to wear a mask. I was, like, one of the last births that I didn't have to wear, you know, because other people had to wear a mask, and, like, sometimes people weren't allowed in the delivery room. I at least got one person. So it's not how I envisioned it. I wanted my mommy there and my sister right. and my brother and my dad. <laughs> That's like everybody, but <laughs> yeah, I had to settle <laughs> for, how did yeah, for baby daddy, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had one person, so I'm happy to hear that. Um, how did you start setting up life? Because I'm assuming we, I, I didn't plan. I literally had gotten off a plane and was like, okay, my next trip is in six weeks. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't happen for a long time. But imagine <laughs> what what kind of planning mode did you go into? Did you like what did you think was first going to happen, and then how did you pivot out of that? Because most people that I've spoken to, they're like, we thought this was going to end in two weeks. Yes, no, literally, I was like. You know, I don't, I don't have an example of things that have happened. Maybe Mm -hmm. like, um, oh, MRSA and like um, swine flu, you know, Mm -hmm. they sent out when I was in elementary and middle school, they sent out little flyers about how scary it was, yada, yada, yada. So I thought, you know, ain't no way. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no fucking way, but there's a way and it happened. So I, so that's what I thought. But when... It actually, it kind of sucked. The first three months were really, really hard because I had postpartum depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety. Um, So nobody met her until she was about like month, which was sad because a lot of people missed like, well, I don't know. She was just like a sack of skin with like a cute ass face. So she wasn't really doing (laughs) much. And all she did was like sleep and poop. So exactly. Oh God, the blow ups. Yeah. PTSD (laughs) there. But yeah, no, you're right. And she cried a lot. She was, um, she had colic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but my baby daddy, he was there to quote unquote help 
for um, like two months. And okay. I kicked his ass out. And I was like, I would rather be us because we weren't even together. Got like, it. Talked okay. about like trying and moving in. And I didn't, I had more like a feeling not to, even though, you know, at the time I still had these like social I had like I need to have a, the dad the father needs to be there like super like I don't know gender gen all these gender constructs all of it and I I was like scared I didn't know if I could take care of her by myself right but he had to go he had to go okay um, so let's let, let's go a little bit through that so here you are thinking you're gonna be a single mom he wants to tag in and you're like tag out so what was some of the and you're dealing with postpartum and normally mom is by you you know during these first few months so uh, what what was what was driving you away from falling into something that could have been potentially secure well, the thing is, there was no potentially secure. It wasn't even an option. Mm-hmm. He, and, you know, I hate to talk shit, but, like, he, you know, he grew up in a very toxic environment. And he never, you know, had therapy. Um, when his family wanted to come see Troy, I was like, yes. And he said, no. <laughs> like, okay. it's like that kind of, like. I don't know. He had negative energy. Mm-hmm. All of his his quote unquote jokes were like insults, talked about mm-hmm. my body, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make me feel less than what I am as I, you know, I'm still in school about to like I'm doing schoolwork. Right. I'm holding this baby who had a tongue tie, so my nipples were bleeding. And mm-hmm. I'm like in class and this bum is on Xbox. He wasn't oh. helped. He was just taking up space in a tiny, expensive Philadelphia apartment. Got you. Got you. That's yeah. brave of you, though. What what what, what did the get out look like? <laughs> get out or I'm calling the police. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Because he's also like a little bit crazy. Like, hate to say it, but he was definitely verbally abusive. Okay. Um, he was definitely like, you know, he had anger anger and just negativity and troy it's so funny because troy would cry and cry and cry but as soon as that nigga left Mm. she turned into a whole new like little baby like i was like and that's when i was like oh my god wow i can do this like oh my god it's just the energy like she gets it i get it you know right right yeah what month was this um, it was end of April, okay. May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what were some of the coping mechanisms that you adopted during this time? While he was still there? While he was still there. And then when he left? Well, while he was still there, um, my sister, my little sister, <laughs> I'm gonna get emotional, but like, she means the world to me. Oh my gosh. Like she is the funniest um (laughs) most like selfless yet like a bad bitch like it's like the most incredible human that I like know and just like like talking to her like talking to her laughing 
talking to my parents, laughing, like, just like, I don't know, finding, I literally had to go into survival mode. I kid you not. I was like, I can't live like this anymore, but he's here. And I was still scared while I was like thinking about this. Um, Right. But kicking him out, best thing I've ever done. And then besides have Troy. And then (laughs) when he left coping, um, (laughs) when he left, honestly, like my life got significantly better. So when I think of coping then and coping like with a baby, Mm-hmm. It was, it was relatively easy, like compared to like what I had gone through the first two months. Okay. Yes. So it didn't feel like coping. It mm-hmm. felt like, oh, here are all these skills that I inherent, inherent, headstrong, like I mentioned, just like mm-hmm. determined. And I was able, cause you know, he tried to shut that down. He tried to, to change my, my view of myself, like, um, objectify me, all of it. And, you know, I pulled out my tools and like who I am and that, and just like that confidence and like, did it take a second? Yes. But just seeing my baby just so happy and so different and wanting to explore even mm-hmm. though she couldn't move and right. like Moana and kicking her legs because she couldn't dance and like <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing it was amazing so I guess I coped by like um rediscovering who I, who Naomi Naomi not Naomi the mom not yeah. Naomi the baby mama but like where my my roots who I was before I had a baby and that it was powerful and it, it got me through finishing my master's graduated August of 2020. And I I had a huge project at internship and my baby was just, thank God it was virtual. Right. But my baby was just there and I got it done. I got it done. So how, um, how would you describe yourself at finding the two, the two, uh, finding out that you were pregnant to the end of uh, the summer of 2020 while we're still inside? Because that's almost like a whole year later. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Um, I guess I would describe myself. It's, like, so interesting. I feel like sometimes I am just, like, a living contradiction because I felt like I didn't, quote, unquote, have direction, yet Mm. I knew exactly what I wanted to do career-wise. I think it was, like, my personal life where I didn't know where I was going. Granted, I was 23, so I felt like, you know, it's appropriate. I'm cool. Like, it's cool to be this way right now, babies, having fun. Sorry, I had to bring him up again, but <laughs> <laughs> woo, but yeah, um, and then to oh yeah, and not a worry in the world. Mm-hmm. Not a single worry in the world. Like, oh my gosh. Like to be honest, 
I, I miss that. I miss not, I never had anxiety. Like all my friends had anxiety and they would like, like one time I, one time I almost got in a car accident on the highway and I had to drive off the road. And like, I didn't even flinch. Like, I was just like, we cool. And like, my friends were like freaking out. Like, I love that about myself. Um, but then you have a person you care about so much and you know that they're like compared to <laughs> this is a side note but compared to other animals like <laughs> like babies of humans are so just like helpless like mm-hmm. I, I think about that I'm like you can't do anything for yourself like you need me they so, cannot like, yeah yeah like at all like it's actually like kind of unfair but <laughs> which could be like lines or something I don't know like here comes you walking and shit so <laughs> um but so like let's fast forward to like 2020 now I am anxious I keep having intrusive thoughts about you know horrible things that could happen to this person that I just have this like unconditional love for and I knew if I I lost this little this little alien looking thing like I would be (laughs) broken so it was just like a lot of anxiety um a lot of confidence issues because Mm -hmm. I back when I was like in 2019 and I said I had like you know no direction in my personal life really I I didn't know I was very materialistic and like um shallow when it came to things that I prided myself on so I loved my boobs. <laughs> I love my boobs. I'm like just gonna say it. I love them. They were big, but they sat right. Ooh, what? Didn't have to wear a bra on my birthday dress. Titty sitting just beautifully. And <laughs> I, I like flat stomach. I could wear whatever. Um, my face was the the size I wanted it to be, and then just like gaining all that weight. And mm-hmm. it not going away instantly and none of my clothes fitting because mm-hmm. the clothes I had for summertime was my clothes from 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was it was filled with up and down feelings about my body. And I didn't think that it would be such a huge deal for me. But that is one of the biggest reasons <laughs> I will never have another kid. <laughs> know it for a fact like I I like where I am now so I'm never doing that to myself again um yeah so I I am a completely different selfless um care more about my character becoming better Mm. Um, yeah like personal growth type of person now yeah Um, excuse me not well now yes of course but I I was able to find um, a balance between like bad bitch Naomi and single mommy Naomi so I like that now but in 2020 I was just trying to figure out you know what's a mom supposed to be like oh right oh god I hate that word who were your role models when you were or who were you looking to or found yourself looking to um when you first became you know a mom huh Well, I knew some people from undergrad who were literally my age or your above or your below. Mm -hmm. And like 
I don't know what the fuck happened, but you know, we were all, I guess, just doing the thing and we all ended up pregnant at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So I, and, but I, I had the latest baby, like people (laughs) were giving birth November, December, January, February, and then I had Troy late March. So Mm -hmm. I was like looking at them and, um, this is ridiculous and, I don't really care what people think about it, but I know people have mixed feelings. Um, Amber Rose, mm-hmm. she, ba- you know, obviously I'm basing it on social media. I don't know this woman, but she no. made it look like, you know, you can be that mom. You can have two kids and it could be by two niggas and you can have your own shit and you can still own your sexuality and you can still be a bad bitch and just be like an incredibly caring, again, selfless mom. Like you don't have to be what, like in this box, you're not Mm. supposed to be anything in the tattoos and stuff. And, you know, she, yeah, she inspired me a lot. And she's still my background, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not to divert too much, but I saw that she was looking for a personal assistant out in LA. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But remember my thing about authority? I don't know about that. (laughs) I just thought I'd drop it in there, but. um, I appreciate it. (laughs) So she she helped you break the, the. institutional knowledge like for lack of a better word of what you thought a mom was what was the feedback you were receiving from from folks who have been moms or um or had thought they had better opinions and thoughts about your baby yeah um so a lot of the people I received well I'm the first one out of my friends to have kids by the way like I'm the first one and everyone's still, you know, 2019 them, it's fine. But <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of the feedback I got was from Gen X, those age people mm-hmm. where, you know, they they have and like obviously I don't mean this in like specific ways, but I mean in general, and this is just my experience. Um they have just upheld, they, they have kept their, their heads down and like, this Mm. is how the system is. And like, this is how it works to get by. You have to do this, this, and this. Like, that's the ideas that I got from the people that I knew. Mm -hmm. So they were forcing me in that box. They were telling me, you know, you're doing this wrong. Don't have her up this late. Like, First of all, there's no bedtime during coronavirus, baby, because every day <laughs> is the same day. So <laughs> so she will be up with me till 1 a.m. watching Love Island, and that's just how it's going to be. Because And, like, co-sleeping, again, is coronavirus. We're having sleepovers every day that is all the same day for a year and a half. Like, it's fine. And just, just like, yeah crib how are things supposed to be you're not supposed to care about a gender reveal just like all these just negative things and Mm. to be honest I think because I was so tired I had to move out of like I said I was a GA um I had to move out of the dorms in December and at this point and I'm looking for a place in Philly by myself so I'm up and down on the train and I have a big belly at this point right so I'm just like exhausted I'm tired of fighting I have this shitty ass baby daddy who just 
negative, negative, negative. And I'm just like drained. I'm exhausted and I'm pregnant and I pee all the time and my ankles are swollen and stretched out. All my cool shoes, just saying. And it was just like, it was a lot. And where was I even going with that? (laughs) I said the feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just, like, I feel like I actually, at the beginning, during my pregnancy, I let people's opinions get to me. Got I it. did. And then once I looked back, and, you know, I'm not going to have regrets, but I looked back starting in January, started to look back of 2020. I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't get to, like, do it the way that I wanted to do, and that is, like, to do it, and that is never going to fucking happen again. Okay. Like, you're not going to take that from me ever again. Right. And from that point on, nothing anybody could say. Nothing anybody could say to me. I I am confident. I am confident that I'm a good mom. That's one thing I'm very happy I missed out on. Like people, you know, they doubt their their skills as a mother. I never felt like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I just, you know, sacrifice and I change and all that stuff and like do what I believe in and like people can literally shove their opinions up their ass about my my mothering techniques because I got a badass child, you know. <laughs> she is so cute. Thanks. No, she's so pretty <laughs> and so smart. Literally. Um, what I mean, not to go back and do any what ifs, but do you think ever about what it would have looked like if you hadn't been on lockdown for a year and a half? Yeah, I do. I um I bought this like stroller. It's called a Duna. I I don't know if anybody on the, you know, anyone listening out there, if you know what a Duna is, it's the best walking stroller out there right now. Um, I, I bought the Duna and I moved to Old City in Philly. And, you know, it Old City is right by Center City. It's the oldest part of Philly. Cobblestone roads, like just stunning, absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. And I saw myself walking around with my baby with my best friend Kay going walking up to the stores because all the stores were also close together and right and it it was like the walking dead like it was like an apocalypse happened everything was dark and and sad and just the opposite of what I thought it would be like and just being cooped up in that apartment was just like hell I'm not gonna lie But I saw like a a much brighter, you know, transition, literally brighter, like with sun (laughs) transition into motherhood and not having to uh, cover my child, cuss people out when they too close, like be worried about, I don't know, like, I don't know, just craziness, the craziness. uh, Yeah. No. So you you found the light in 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 all the all the shadow. I did. I had to. I can't I can't live negatively for too long. I right. Uh I had a question and it just escaped me. Um Oh, yes, friendships and other relationships. What were what some what were some of the shifts that you noticed um as you are trying to raise baby Troy your way? Okay, well, I'll start in 2020. Yeah. I 
the the people I met at Penn, so I want to shout them out real quick just in case. <laughs> Kaylee, Kaylee, Christy, Lex, and my my student government board. Oh yeah, I was also president of student government while I was pregnant. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um just like just my my teacher and well my professors, the administrators, they were all so incredibly supportive of me. I feel so grateful and nothing changed mm. after I had the baby. Oh my gosh, I feel so grateful. It wasn't like, oh, turns out they're just my going out friends and they don't care about me. No, wow. they checked up on me. They came, they, if, if I felt comfortable, they're always so considerate. If you feel comfortable, like let's go on a walk. And like, I didn't at first and they were patient with me. And they're also like my best friends to this day. So it was like that when I was in Philly. Um, I felt so supported by you. Like <laughs> even when I, again, I've only seen the top half of your body. Like I'm just, <laughs> just like, I'm obsessed with her. I want to be just like her. And like, you were just so kind and understanding. And I'm so happy because look at where we are now. It's so cute. But I love it. <laughs> Yeah. And, but one thing, you know, I moved to Nebraska, right? Yes. I moved to Nebraska and (laughs) well, also the, the population here is aging. So there's now a lot of young people like, and that's, that's just facts. Like, and you can tell all of my friends are um, considerably older than me, but I do have like 20, 28 year old friends. Yeah. Um, So that's like the youngest, but now all my friends are moms, but they're badass moms. Like they're they got tattoos. We we you know get our kids together. They'll play, and we're just like drinking, and we're <laughs> like playing beer pong, and like it, and the kids are just so happy to be playing together. And I never thought I'd find people like that. Wow, and I'm so grateful for them too. Like it was just that's that's one area like it was hard with the baby daddy and being a single mom and having to take her everywhere when I didn't want to because of corona couldn't leave her home because you know nobody was there like I got very blessed when it came to outside relationships and having a support system I don't know how but I'm so grateful that's great I mean I can I can say how I I think you know even though you you have mentioned um anxiety and postpartum depression which I want to touch just a little bit on um you talked about just always persevering and going back to self and you know wanting to have positive energy and I think when that becomes your focus you you attract that same energy yeah no you're not even lying like that's just true Thanks for pointing that out because yeah, yeah, facts. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, like you could have decided to stay in the house with your head down or growl at people when they said hello and you took the opposite approach. So I think, you know, you're infectious and of course we're going to say hi and want to talk and want to laugh. Like why, like, why wouldn't we? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Thank you. That was like literally so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Um, what were, I mean, how are you doing now in terms of um, postpartum and this big move across country to a very unfamiliar place where you did have to pivot again? Yeah. 
um, how are you? What, how did that look like for you? And what have been some of your challenges? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and you know what, I'm, I'm proud to say this. I'm not embarrassed by my diagnosis. I am bipolar. Okay. And I also have been diagnosed with ADHD. So I, I couldn't take those medications while I was pregnant. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I got back on them. It was not the right dose. Mm-hmm. And my psychiatrist at Penn worked with me and I got up to the right dose. And it took a, it took a second, but it kicked in. The wow. medicine worked so well. And I'm not even going to lie if I did not have that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, I can't even imagine. It terrifies me. I don't know. I don't think I could have done this the way that I was able to do it. Yes. So I appreciate your vulnerability in sharing that and for normalizing um, that we're not all perfect, either before or after motherhood. So thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'll own it. I know a lot of people are ashamed, but get the, don't let that, don't let that stop you from getting you the help, you know, you need, because I, I can a hundred percent guarantee it's just life changing. It's not worth being sad over, you know, like it's not worth being depressed. Just, you know, just own right. it. And yeah, but yes. um, Yeah. So that is how I, I got through well, not, th- okay, not just that. Obviously, I had my, like, own coping mechanisms and, like, had to really build myself up. Mm-hmm. But my baseline definitely was seeing somebody and reaching out for help and, like, having to prioritize that because I could have really put it on the back burner and had the wrong dose. And I would have... I would have not been as effective as a mom. I wouldn't have been able to, you know, play, play with the toys and right. make her SpaghettiOs. <laughs> <laughs> Warm up SpaghettiOs in the microwave for 30 seconds. Like, I <laughs> no, I mean, we're laughing, but that's real life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. I can't cook. Uh, but yeah, I got to get it together in that way too. But <laughs> Girl. I'm most likely half your, uh, more than half your age, and I still can't cook, so I ain't pointing fingers. <laughs> um, you're not. You're not more than. Did you say double my age? Yeah. Bye. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though. <laughs> oh, so what's next, Naomi? What can we look forward to? Oh my gosh. I, and you know, I made that joke earlier that I peaked. Mm-hmm. I have not peaked. You and have not. It, it's incredible. It's incredible to see how my trajectory changed. Moving to Nebraska has been the worst and best thing I've ever done. Ooh, um, let's talk about why it's been the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Conservative Republicans. That's gotcha. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can sum it up in two words and just the cultural incompetency here is beyond me. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm in the 70s. No, and I mean, knowing you, your personality and the things that you stand for, yes, I can see that. Yeah, that's why I'd be getting in trouble at work. <laughs> but uh, do I care? 
a little bit now because I have that nice car. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't before. You know? So, but no, I don't care enough. Like where I'm gonna shut up, though. You know? Right. Right. And talk about why it's been the best. My well, I mean, Troy would have grew anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. But the people. Oh my gosh, the people she is surrounded by here. And like I said, like in Philly, oh my God, all all of my girls, th- that's their niece. They love her. They send her birthday gifts. Like I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. And that's, that's the long distance love. And like, plus the people here, they have experience with kids Mm-hmm. And they will offer to take care of her, give her all the kisses, because she's the youngest out of, like, all my friends and their kids, like, mm-hmm. by far, <laughs> by far. So just, like, oh, my gosh, she's just thriving. She, you could tell, like, she's just happy. And that, that definitely makes this experience. She loves trees, and she always wants to go outside, her, the few words she does know is trees and shoes i swear like (laughs) trees shoes no girl we're not going outside it's a heat weather if i throws herself on the floor you know you gotta give her that look though she'd be right back up (laughs) i love that you're disciplining with the look yes yes absolutely and that one two three don't don't discount the one two three because that three oh, oh. <laughs> she be running she be running like yes mommy I can't. <laughs> oh, I'm a, laughing with you because I can just see it I can yes. see it <laughs> yeah I didn't know I had that in me either but she's a good listener like the discipline works it really does like I I I mean, I like give her a little tap on the hand and sometimes she gets a little smack on the butt. You don't have to do anything like too hard for her to get it. Right. Because I I do think she has like a genuine little innocent heart and she wants to make me happy. But Mm -hmm. okay, back to why it's been the best. Also, um, I got my dream car. Like, I'm just gonna, I've been talking, I've been throwing the car out there like in this podcast for like, (laughs) I've said it four times, but like, I worked so hard. I worked so hard. Like, I went straight through school mm-hmm. from 14 to 20. Mm. Like, and like hard things and having to do and like going through hard things. And like, I worked so hard and it's just beautiful to see it come into fruition. I swear. It's so awesome. And it just, I, I think it's more so like, it just so happens to be in Nebraska. Right. But I wouldn't have met the people that I met. And like, like Troy, she sleep trained at one of my friend's house. Houses. Nice. So we can literally just like have a sleep over there. Like I can drink like and hang out. And then we'd wake up early because she wakes up at the butt crack of dawn. And we'll just, we just leave. Right. And, right. Yeah. And also like things are spread out here. So like Philly, like. People were, like, on top of each other, breath in my face and my baby's face and shit, you know, with, like, COVID. And now, like, they know a little better. Right. There's more space. There's less <laughs> people significantly. And that's nice, too. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Are there any oh, – wait, I did ask what's next. 
Um, but yeah. I'd also love to hear if you had any tips about um, how folks navigate the unexpected like you did. Okay. Ooh. Um, can we start with the, oh, what's next? Can we start with that? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is next? Um, so before I found out I was pregnant, I was actually getting all my PhD applications together. Mm. I thought I was just going to like, just like, you know, I'm in this mode. Like, let's just, let's go straight through. Um, I think I, I am going to work for maybe one or two more years and I think I'm gonna go to law school Mm -hmm. I I just after everything I've been through here and seeing that you know white people they're so educated when it comes to like you know like they they create a lot of abstraction for Mm -hmm. like black people you know indigenous folks all, all of it and um, knowing the law and being able to think in that strategic way is like a weapon. Like, I swear, like, it'll it'll take you places. And I just, at the end of the day, I want to be able to protect me after everything I've been through. Like, with my job, I want to be able to protect Troy. Because people be playing. Like, I told them she had a tongue tie. They weren't listening to me until I came back and I turned up. I shouldn't right. have to do that. You should. So, yeah. Um, and I just, I think that I'd be really good at it. Um, also, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that's what's next. Um, I, I just, I just want Troy to be like, you know, like, that's my mommy. <laughs> yeah, like, that is my mommy. And she's doing it. And, like, I just want her to know, like, you know, you can, and this is so like Pinteresty, like this is so cliche, but you can like do anything you want. But the difference between, I think, my mindset and some other people's is like doing anything you want looks different. Mm. So, okay, I get a lot of education, okay. But Troy, like, baby, if you want to become, like, a makeup artist on YouTube, like, like, we can figure something out, you know? I just want her to, like, be inspired and just know, like, be true to yourself. But, girl, like, let's get it. Like, right. it, it runs in the jeans, girlfriend. Yes. So that's what's next. <laughs> to continue to show my daughter she is the shit. <laughs> As you become more the shit, Miss Lawyer to be. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yes, it's gonna happen. I know it. So that's the connect. Great. And any parting um advice or tidbits you'd like to leave our audience with as they continue to navigate on chartered waters? Hmm. I I want to go back to like one of the first things I said about like when you look at yourself and you see all of these qualities mm-hmm. that can be like negative, like, like typically they're negative. Like you can really ch- like really reframe that and mm. see like all those bad things about you are like what is gonna, you know, make you successful and push you through all the adversity. That's one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. The next thing is to go to therapy and 
be be proud of be proud of what you've gone through um this shit be hard trauma be hard but there's no there's no need to to hang your head or you know be embarrassed like just own that shit go to therapy figure your shit out and it'll it'll make you stronger and that's also pinteresty but i mean it from the bottom of my heart because <laughs> <laughs> you're walking it every day <laughs> it's yes i i do my best and then um fuck the system fuck the system period fuck the system and i mean that in every single way norms <laughs> oppression taking advantage everything that is that was powerful i i don't have enough words for my gratitude um, and appreciation for you coming on my podcast and sharing your truth. Um, So thank you. And I cannot wait to see where you go next. Thank you so much. Honestly, when you asked me, I definitely put it in my family group chat. (laughs) (laughs) I was so honored. I was like, guys, I'm going to be on a podcast. Well, I know you taught me a lot, so I cannot wait to share. Um, But until then, you take care of yourself and give Troy a hug for me. I definitely will. Again, thank you for having me. This feels, it just felt, it felt good. I'm happy, honestly, that I got to talk about myself because I don't be, I don't be able to do that because I I talk to a kid. (laughs) I talk to a baby in my house alone because COVID. Thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or any of my other Jane Transit episodes, be sure to rate me on your favorite streaming platform and follow me on Instagram at Jane Transit. Till next time.